Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Smith. No matter what goal you're working towards, I hope to show you that Chasing Health does not have to be a difficult or scary ordeal. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things related to becoming the best version of yourself, whether that's through nutrition, fitness, mindset, or life topics in general, we've got you covered. All right, let's not waste any more time and dive right into the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Chasing Health Podcast. This week is going to be a solo episode. I haven't done one of these for a while now. Um, I've been really enjoying my guest episodes. I've had some pretty incredible guests on over the past couple of weeks, and I highly recommend you go back and check them out. Each of them have provided so much value, and I cannot thank them enough. So if you are one of those guests that have been on my show recently, I just want to personally say thank you again for coming on, spending some time with me and my listeners, and providing so much value that they can take away. So currently, it is Monday the 20th, and I just got back a couple of days ago from a pretty incredible hike. And it just wasn't, it wasn't any other just normal hike that, you know, I've, I've been on a few different hikes before and, you know, from Shenandoah Valley and Virginia and a couple nice hiking spots there and, but nothing like out here in Colorado. And even I've been on a couple hikes since I've been here in Colorado and they've been great, but nothing was like this past Saturday. If you follow me on Facebook or Instagram or any of those or TikTok or anywhere else, you've probably seen what I did this past Saturday. And I'm not going to lie, I, I don't take this lightly when I say this. I am the proudest I have ever been of myself. And I don't say that to brag. I don't say that to you know, exaggerate. Saturday was one of the biggest, most challenging physically and mentally most challenging things I've ever done in my entire life. Not even kidding. So just kind of paint a quick picture how it got started on Saturday was so a fellow nutrition coach that I met on Instagram a couple, gosh, about a year or so ago, maybe more, um, Lexi Smith, her and I connected on Instagram a while back and we actually did an Instagram live about a year ago or so. And just, we both had, you know, very common beliefs around nutrition, fitness, and both kind of vibed on the same wavelength, so to speak. And we've, and then once I came out here to Colorado, I knew she lived out here in Colorado. She lives in Denver. And from that point forward, I was like, you know, we have to definitely connect sometime. And then she started doing some pretty impressive hikes recently. And I've kept seeing it on her Instagram. And I was thinking to myself, man, I want to do one of those, but I know it's not going to be easy. Um, so I started mentioning it to some of my coworkers and such, you know, that I was interested in maybe going on um, a hike. And, uh, and I can talk about it a little bit later, but like what what's so special about this kind of hike is a 14er. And in case you've never heard of what a 14er is, uh, there's, I believe there's 58 of them in the state of Colorado. And pretty much a 14er is a hike that exceeds the 14,000 feet elevation. So the altitude is quite up there. (laughs) And someone from the East Coast like myself, it is drastically different than what I'm used to. Um, Thankfully, I have been living in Colorado now for about two months on this travel nursing contract. So I've gotten a little bit accustomed to it, but definitely not 14,000 feet. But anyways, I 
was telling some of my friends that I was thinking about doing it, and they said, well, you should probably do it before it gets too cold. And so I reached out to her um, about two weeks ago, and we had initially planned one for last weekend, just things didn't work out. And so then we scheduled it for this weekend. So on Friday night, her and I and a few others all drove down to Alma, Colorado, to Kite Lake, the trailhead there. And we camped out there that night. It was a fun night. <laughs> she, she, I remember when we were talking back and forth prior to packing things up to come, she was like, make sure you bring lots of carbs and lots of food for the next day, but make sure you have carb load for the night before. Um, cause those of you who are listening, if you know, you've never done anything like that before, anytime you're going to do really a, a ton of strenuous exercise or just a lot of movement, you know, people who are like, like marathon runners or anything like that, carb loading or eating a lot of carbs the night before is super beneficial because, um, it, it's going to provide your carbs are going to give you a lot of energy for the next day. Cause you're not gonna be able to wake up and eat, you know, a hundred grams of carbs before you start, um, whatever activity is you're going to be doing in my case, the hike. So we all hung out and had a little campfire and then we all hit, went to bed early and tried to stay as warm as we could. And I, I, I seriously, it's kind of comical looking back at how I was sleeping. I had a sleeping bag, a little thermal blanket stuffed in my sleeping bag, I had a hoodie on and toboggan and like three pairs of socks. And then I, I was trying to stay as warm as I could. Temperatures got down to about 37 degrees when we woke up. That's how cold it was. And so we got to move and pack things up and then we hit the, hit the trail. Um, uh, we got up about 445, five o'clock or so and hit the trail about, it was about 615, 630 or so maybe. And now this hike is a little unique other than the rest of the 14ers that are out there because it's actually four 14ers in one. You pretty much have like a big climb up, um, one summit and then it just kind of bounces down and back up. Um, a total of three more times. You have a total of four hikes or four summits, excuse me. And it was about seven ish miles or so. Um, my Apple watch said about like 11 miles once we were done, but you know, that accounts for like all the walking in between when I was up at the summits. And, and also I'm sure it probably has a little bit of hard time picking up, you know, with that altitude and just kind of figuring out exactly how much it is since so much change in altitude and uh, different types of um, hiking that we were doing. So this this loop is called the Decalibron Loop, and it's named because it it, it actually stands for the four different uh, mountains that you're climbing. Um, if like if you break down the first couple letters of each mountain, so you have Mount Democrat, Mount Cameron, Mount Lincoln, and Mount Bross. And so you know break those down, and get Decalibron, and we started up Bross. That was a really tough hike. You know, this is kind of where I wanted to talk a little bit more about not just the physical, like, yeah, I'll talk about the physical a little bit of what it took for me to get through this, but just the mental, like you guys, like this was something different. And bear with me if I have some longer pauses here, because I'm just doing a lot of reflecting on what happened Saturday and you know, I should have never been able to do that. I don't know if I'm wording that right, but, you know, almost three years ago, I was almost 400 pounds, and <laughs> I jokingly told, you know, the friends I was hiking with, I was like, 
if you guys would have asked me to do that three years ago, I would have laughed in your face and said, I'll have the snacks. When you, when you come down the mountain, I'll have all the snacks ready for you. Because there was no way I would ever do anything like that. Ever. Like, that That just was not my kind of thing. I mean, walking a block around the street was a lot for me. Nonetheless, a seven-mile hike up, you know, 14ers. And so as I was hiking, I had a lot of time to reflect. You know, we they kind of described it as we were walking up as, as the mountain as like an accordion. You know, we... We started out together, but you know, as time goes on, you know, people have their own pace, and 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 I did not expect any of them to, you know, wait on me or, you know, you know, we all agreed like we wait at the summits and such, but like along the actual hike itself. I mean, some people, it's like once you get that pace going, you just you you, you don't want to stop, you want to keep going. And so, some of the time, you know, or most of the time, I had someone with me. You know, they were they were great. I I really can't thank all of these fine folks that came with me on the hike. Um, Lexi, Sarah, Kim, Blake, and Jess, you know, each of you all are awesome. Cannot say thank you enough. Um, if you're listening to this again, just a huge props to you for, you know, each of these guys helped me, you know, push me and they knew I could do it. <laughs> Even though I was struggling at times, they knew I could do it. So they told me to keep on going. But anyways, they all took time eventually, you know, sometimes, you know, I'd walk with Blake a little bit or then I'd walk with Kim for a little bit and or so on, you know, like, and I had my time with a little bit of everybody, and that way it wasn't completely lonely for my entire trip, but I also had a lot of time to reflect on myself as well, and gosh, just just thinking about where I used to be, to then walking up that mountain, and every time I'd look back, I'd, you know, most of, most of the time, the first summit, you could look back and see where the parking lot was, where we had parked our vehicle before we hiked, and it's like, wow, I've come so far. But then, the exact opposite feeling. Gosh, look how much further I have to go. And that and that that really played a toll on my mind, and not just that, but I really had to get it out of my mind that I was no longer the person I used to be. I'm not almost four hundred pounds anymore. I'm not that person I used to be. But my mind kept telling me, you can't do this. You can't hike this. Just turn around. (sighs) Guys, it, it was tough. There were so many times that I doubted myself. My old brain kept creeping up and trying to really snatch that opportunity away from me. Crazy how that works, right? 
and then just the physical part of this. You know, growing up as a child, I had childhood asthma. I was always the kid walking the mile in school and puffing on the albuterol inhaler every couple of minutes. Literally acting like I was going to die, pretty much. I would almost try to convince my parents that I was sick the day of the mile fitness test at school. And now I'm hiking a mountain of 14er. Four, four 14ers? What? It's, it's just. And, but, but back to the physical piece, though, I mean, like, there were so many times. I was climbing up that mountain where I just, I was struggling. I was struggling. There were so many times I'd stop and I'd be trying to catch my breath. I mean, like, I mean, I was, there were sometimes I was literally bent over holding onto a rock as I'm climbing up, just trying to catch my breath. For one, I'm not used to the altitude. And yes, altitude sickness is a thing. Thankfully, I did not get actually really sick. I had a very mild case of it. As we were going up the mountain, I, I looked at um, Blake and I was like, I'm starting to feel a little queasy in my stomach. And then, and then it's like I felt a little dizzy, a little bit of a headache. And yeah, I was like, oh, great. I hope this is how my entire hike's going to be. Uh, but that was just going up the first summit. and. You know, once we got to the first summit, I was able to, you know, eat some snacks that I brought with me. And, you know, they jokingly told me, no, you know, the best way to cure altitude sickness is to get down. <laughs> well, I'm up here already. Might as well finish the hike, right? <laughs> but anyways, I, I went ahead and I, you know, once I've continued, it, all those symptoms cleared up pretty quickly after I reached the top of Bross and continued the rest of the 14ers. Um, but I reflect back on getting up to that first summit. I remember Sarah, Kim, and Lexi, they, they, they pretty much, <laughs> they powered right on through the very beginning of Bross, and they got up to the top pretty quick, and Blake kind of hung back with me, and as we were getting closer to the top, he kind of got a little bit further ahead of me, and finally when I started getting to the top, I didn't really, I don't think I even really noticed it was a summit, at that point, um, and then I, I saw someone looking down, <laughs> and it, it ended up being Lexi, and she had her, she had her hood up and everything, so I, and the sun was kind of in my eyes, so I, I couldn't really tell that it was her at first, but, and, and I saw, you know, someone had their, she had her camera pointed at me, and, you know, she was actually filming me um, summiting the first summit I'd ever done, and it, it was pretty surreal. I mean, like, wow. And I, and I even told her, and she caught it on the video, it's like, two years ago, I couldn't do this. Two years. Gosh. Think how much changes in two years. And here I am. Today, I was able to, or Saturday, I was able to hike some at my first 14er. Wow. So we continued on, and as we got, you know, we, we crossed, so we started, started down off Bross, and then next we went came up Mount Lincoln, 
That was a tough one. It was just kind of steep at some points, but it wasn't too terrible. Sat up there for a while, took a few pictures, you know, to pick pictures at every summit because you have to. I mean, I feel like it, did you even summit a 14er if you didn't take a picture with the cardboard cutout sign with the mountain and elevation on it? <laughs> um, but anyways, then we, had, then we headed to Cameron. That one was a little bit shorter um, walk from Lincoln to Cameron. Got up there. That one was pretty flat. Took a couple pictures there. And then, then we headed to Democrat. And I thought Bross was hard. <laughs> oh, I wish that was the hard one. Mount Democrat. Wow. <laughs> if if you've done it, you know that pretty much sums up that one. Um Mount Democrat was very tough. It was less actual trails and more rocks. Like it was literally like when you're summoning or when you're when you're heading up a majority of the portion it's a lot of just like boulders, like small boulders or rocks and larger boulders. And the thing is like when you're, when you're going up it, it's not, I mean, it's, it still sucks. Don't get me wrong, but you're able to put your foot on a rock and kind of, you know, put a little weight on it. And okay, if it moves then okay, that's not a good rock to stand on. Then you go to another one. Okay. That one's good. And you go up it on the way down. On the other hand, It's more or less you had to put your foot on a rock, and that was the one you were choosing, and you had to commit to it, because once you put your weight on it, you were going down, and if that rock was stable, great. It was like a step. If it wasn't, get ready. <laughs> Let's just say I'm glad I had my trekking poles with me, because I almost face-planted a few times. <laughs> but once we summited uh, Democrat, that was an amazing view. That was Actually, I think it was the best view of all of them, and it had warmed up a little bit by that time, so it wasn't as cold at the top of Democrat. and Took a lot of photos, met a lot of, you know, it was kind of cool. And another thing I want to comment about was like, and and I've been told this is kind of hiking is all over Colorado, but I've been told that, you know, people on the trails are always super friendly and encouraging. And, you know, I, I happen, you know, I, I'd cross people or, you know, I'd maybe be, you know, walking with people a certain amount of time and, you know, have, have, you know, we, the common questions, you know, where are you from? You know, how, how many of these have you done? And, People would hear this is my first, and they're like, you're doing the Decalibron loop for your first 14er, <laughs> first four 14ers? And they probably thought I was crazy, and I'm sure they were, but and, yeah, possibly am. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was really cool because I, I kept passing some of the similar people back and forth. You know, you know, Some of them were faster than me, or most of them were faster than me. And so we'd all pass each other, but then catch up to each other, and then pass each other, and catch up to each other. And it was so great because the ones that you know that knew this was my first one, and, and they could tell I was struggling at times. You know, they All of them great words of encouragement. You, know, you got this, keep going. You're almost there. You're doing fantastic. You know, it just felt so good to have people pushing you along the entire way. That, that was pretty incredible part of it. And of course, all the dogs, <laughs> a lot of people were hiking with their dogs. It's super cute. And, you know, at least every couple, you know, half mile or so you got to pet a dog. <laughs> Made it a little bit easier, right? Um, so after we finished up at Democrat, we hiked back down and that the ending of Democrat hit back towards the parking lot seemed like the longest downward hike ever. <laughs> you thought you saw the end and then you turn, take another turn around and then you saw it just going more and more and more and more and more and more. But eventually, seven hours, 45 minutes later, we reached the end. Or I reached the end. 
<laughs> Thankful to Kim. Kim, if you're listening, thank you. She held up for me for the last bit, and we finished up the last leg of the um, hike together. Um, you guys, it, it was incredible. When I got back to the car, <laughs> I was, oh, excuse me, I, I, I really couldn't believe that I just did that. And I was, I was actually celebrating with the other girls in the car and Honestly, I'm kind of glad I was celebrating because I almost wanted to—I was almost ready to shed tears of, of joy. I mean, just and just excitement and my brain didn't know what my body was capable of. This hike was more than just a physical battle, but just as much of a mental battle. Now I'm a little sore today, and I got a little too much sun and wind burn on my face, and chap lips, and sore toes, sore calves. <laughs> but all that was worth it, guys. Every bit of it. You know this 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 moment almost. You know they're both very very different in their own ways. But some of the similar feelings that I shared at the end of this hike were the, some of the similar feelings that I shared at the end of my first time skydiving. Well, only time. Won't be the only time that I'll be going back sometime soon, hopefully. But I went skydiving back in June, and that was a pretty incredible experience. I went skydiving with um, my former nutrition coach, Josh Pierce. Um, had him on the show a couple of episodes back. If you haven't listened to that two-part series, go definitely check that out. Great guy. Um, went skydiving with him, and that was another thing that I just, I, I literally could not do that due to my weight restrictions. Um, I was never able to skydive. So once I reached that um, limit, and I was, got, or got under the limit, I went skydiving, and that was a pretty incredible experience. And, you know, I feel like, that was more of a, like a mental battle and that had more of like a milestone as far as like I, I got down to the weight to be able to do it. Whereas this one was a physical test of endurance, strength, perseverance, confidence. Each of those were tested to the max Saturday. So you guys. I'm not going to keep you very long today on today's episode. It's a pretty short one. Again, this is, you know, one of just, just a solo episode here. and But I want to come in and share my reflections based off of my experience on Saturday. It was a pretty magical moment. And you know I'm all about takeaways on this show. I always ask my guests to share some takeaways at the end of the show. So now, you know, a couple things that pop into my head as far as takeaways after this hike. Number one, don't ever, don't ever 
let anyone tell you you can't do something. And that includes yourself. You are your hardest critic. Don't let yourself hold yourself back. Go take action. Don't let anyone tell you you can't. Don't let yourself stop yourself. Don't let the outside voices, the inside voices, don't let anybody tell you what to do. If you want to do something, I challenge you to go do it. No matter how hard it may seem, you can do it. Guys, I was 382 pounds on January 1st, 2019. I couldn't stand the thought of having to walk across a freaking parking lot. And to this day, Friday night, I was debating whether or not I even wanted to do this hike. Because I had so many self-limiting beliefs in the old ways that stuck in my head of things that I could not do. But I did it anyways. So many times I wanted to give up. So many times I was so frustrated with myself. But I kept going. I knew I could do it even when I thought I couldn't. Number two, find a group of like-minded individuals, spend time with them, and thrive. There's a saying out there, and and I'm probably going to screw this up, but you are as strong as your five closest friends. If your peer group is always negative Nancy bringing others down, complaining, bitching, moaning every single day, then so are you. Find those who will challenge you. Find those who are going to push your limits that see your capabilities when you don't. Because we often can't see inside of our own selves what we're capable of. And we need to have others pull that out of us. Find those who won't take no for an answer when it's in your benefit. And then return the favor to them. Cheer them on. Be their cheerleader when they need you. Be that shoulder they can cry on when they need to. Be there for them, and they'll be there for you. My final takeaway here is going to to be very simple. Simply said, but not easily done. And that is, never give up. Giving up is the only, only way 
you can guarantee you will never make progress. Because if you keep trying over and over and over and over and over, you haven't failed until you've given up. If you've done the same thing 99 times, you could accomplish that thing on the 100th attempt. But if you give up and don't try that 100th time, that's when you fail. You're not a failure if you keep trying. You're not a failure if you never give up. You never lose. You only learn if you keep moving, keep doing, keep going. Never give up. And that, my friends, is all I have for today. I want to thank you for listening if you're still listening this far. I hope you got something out of it. A lot of mixed emotions still going through my head like crazy after Saturday. All good, of course. Just still floating on cloud nine, honestly. (laughs) But if this inspired you, let me know. Reach out. Let's chat. Need that accountability person to push you to do the next hard thing you don't want to do? Let me know. I'll be that person for you. Not even kidding. Take care, guys. Love you. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Shades in Health podcast. I greatly appreciate you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, you can help me by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me become more visible to others. Also, share this episode with friends or family and take a screenshot of the episode and upload it to your stories. Be sure to tag me and my guests so we can be sure to say thank you. If you ever have any questions or feedback about something covered on the show, you're always welcome to send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at changing underscore chase. Have a great day, guys. And remember, you matter.